That was Tabu Ngomezulu with Rejoice. I really hope you are rejoicing in the Lord wherever you are listening to us from today. I'm very excited to introduce today's guest to you. His name is Gregory Mayer. He is from Kempton Park up here in Gauteng. And I really cannot wait for you to hear his testimony. Greg, good day and welcome to Elevated. Thank you so much. Greg, your mother died seven years ago. Your father is in Wales. You have one sister and your life has been a bit of a challenge. You've gone through things like threatening robberies. Um, You worked in a restaurant, but I had to resign. You were in the liquor trade for 10 years and somehow you ended up on the street. Tell us how it happened that you became homeless. My mom passed away in my arm, so that's a downfall on me very heavily you know everybody said i needed counseling and i couldn't go for counseling because I, I didn't have the the heart or the the mindset you know it, it was all bad memories in my mind so i started using drugs and alcohol and then i landed up on the street living on the street looking for food every day means to survive and then i i sat one day in a in a in a park near where i, uh, I was sleeping on the street and there was a guy by the name of uh, Sean and Jennifer, they said, can we talk to you about God? Mm. So I said, yeah, you can, but many people have tried, but it, it's never happened. It doesn't go into my head. Mm. So they said, let, let me read to you something from John. I, I can't remember which, which script it was, but it was very, it touched my heart, that, that script. And after that, what you call it, I felt dizzy after they left. My, my whole body fell to the ground. You know, it was really, it was, it was enlightening. They said, please, why don't you join us on Sunday at Kempton Park Baptist Church? We have a lovely pastor there, a lovely community. Everybody is really friendly there. And, and they really helped me through everything that I've been through. And they, they, they helped me to, to get a place in mess. Everything, they've really been so good to me. Mm. Yeah. Now, Greg, you also just said that many people have tried to talk to you about Jesus. And I myself, for instance, also, I've spoken to many people about Jesus, many homeless people. You talk to them, you invite them to church, but they just don't show up. What is it it that made you show up this day? I don't know. It's it's, it's like, it's it's a hard thing to say or a hard thing to explain. I saw like a white light, you know, it flashed through my mind and they said, you know what, something said to me, these people are good. Mm. And I just went there the next day and, you know, they helped me really. They said, Greg, come, let's go sit down. I want to sit down with you and talk to you. And ever since that day, I'm telling you, my life changed. I'm no more on drugs, no more on alcohol, nothing. I don't drink at all. Yeah. What is it like to live on the street? We see people sleeping on the pavements, but we don't know what it really feels like. You were living that life for more than a year, not too long yes. ago. What does that yes. really feel like? Well, I think the most thing is to survive on the street. You need money, and to make money is not not easy thing at all. You can go stand by the road, but people won't look at you because you're a youngster on the street. You can go try ask people for money. They will chase you away. You know, the main thing is money to buy food. You need food to survive. If you don't have food, you're going to go hungry. And to get food, there are places that give you food, but there aren't so much potential. You know, the food parcels or food packages, they don't have a lot of it. So it's a bit of a problem. It's not easy at all. 
main thing is food to survive, but yes. What does it do to your spirit when people chase you away, when they say go away and you are standing there? It it, it makes me feel really down. You know, I I felt like I was hopeless. I was useless. You know, it it really, it it felt like there was no God at all. You know, Mm -hmm. when people turned me away or, or sent me away. It felt like, you know, there is no God, you know. But uh, with the church that I'm going to, they said, you know what? Jesus is there just believing in. He died on the cross for you. He already mm. paid for your sins. Mm. Yeah. And you mentioned your mother passed away in your arms. Your father yes. is uh, overseas. Uh, yes. Did you not have any family? I'm asking this because a lot of people, when they look at homeless people, they feel like, where are their families? Why are their families not taking care of them? Or perhaps they feel like the people are running away from their families where was yours um my sister she still stays in kempton park but she we don't have a communication at all because she found out i think somehow i was on the street or what and i was in drugs and alcohol and she doesn't want nothing to do with me so i'm basically on my own my father remarried and he's now staying in wales we do talk now and then but also there's very small communication between any of us you see mm. and today how long is it that you've been clean now? I've been clean for now two years. Wow, glory to God. Glory to God, yes. It's been a year that I've been at year nearly a year and a half that I've been at this church and two years clean. Yeah. Wow. We thank God yeah. for that. What would yeah. you say? Um we know that the people came, they found you on the street, you went to a church, they got you a space in mess there in Kempton mm. Park. But what would some of your advice be? What is some of the keys that has helped you to get freedom from these addictions? You know, my, my first thing is believe in the Lord. You know what? Drugs and alcohol is not the answer at all, you know, it, it's not going to take you anywhere in life. It's not going to take you further in life. It's just going to bring you down in life. I think most of the people that are on the streets, because they think they're helpless and useless, they turn towards drugs and alcohol, and, and it's not going to prove anything in life. It's just going to make your life uh, more or worse. I've seen people die on the street because of drugs. I've seen people get hurt. I've seen people get robbed. I've seen a lot of bad things on, on the street. It, the street is no place at all for anybody. But so many people don't want to, you know what, they try, but they, they don't have the self-esteem in them to, to go to a church, you see, try and get help. You know, they don't want to go to a rehabilitation center or be put in a place like this. This is a very lovely place. They they come and they help you with everything you need. It's a wonderful place that I'm staying in, but people don't see that, you see. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, somebody once said to me that once you've stayed on the street, it's so difficult to go and live in a place where there are rules and regulations again. Where, yes, um, yes. What, what was that like for you? It, it was a bit difficult for me because... Uh, getting like clean clothes every day, doing washing. It took me some time to get used to even sleeping in a clean bed and doing what my, my own washing, you know, my having a warm shower. It, it, it took me some time getting used to, but now I'm used to it and I don't want to go back to the street, you see. Mm-hmm. Really, it's, I'm used to getting, it's really, it's not, it wasn't easy. But I had to get used to it, yeah. <laughs> After you came from the street, Greg, what was mm. the most special thing for you? What really touched your heart? Was it the the plate of food? Was it a fresh haircut? Was it a soap to wash? Was it the clean bed? What is the one thing that really, really um, was special to you? 
I think, uh, as you said, a plate of food, yes, but a warm shower and a warm bed and clean clothes. <laughs> yes. I'm telling you, that, 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 that's the best. That enlightened my, my life, you mm, know. Mm. There's something clean to wear, you know. Yeah. Um, if you just tuned in, I'm speaking to Greg Mayer. He's one of the residents at Mess in Kempton Park. I'll tell you a bit about Mess right after this music break. And I also talked to Greg about getting back on your feet after you've been homeless, living on the street. It's very difficult to find a job. We talked to him about that right after this music break. Coming up next, we have Ruzani with We Will Be Changed. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. That was Ruzani with We Will Be Changed. Welcome back. We continue our conversation now with our guest for the day. His name is Greg Mayer. Um, and he's one of the residents of Mess there in Kempton Park who is changing the heart of the city. Uh, their core values is to mold, uh, to empower and to serve. They practice Christian principles and create a servant and service culture. Amazing work that Mess is doing. Uh, many of us, we see homeless people on the streets and we want to help, but we don't know how to do it. But Mess is really helping people and Greg um, is one of those people. And I want to talk to you, Greg, about getting a job after you've been homeless. You were addicted to drugs and alcohol, living on the street. Did you manage to finish your your high school? Yes, I managed to finish my high school and I got my trick, matric and everything like that. Yes. Yet it is still difficult for you to get a job. Tell me about that, uh, breaking that stigma of employing someone who perhaps were addicted to drugs or they were living on the streets. You see, it's not easy getting a job. Even me at the moment, I haven't got a full-time job because once people know about your situation, they don't really hire people that have an addiction on drugs or alcohol. They don't. So it's not really easy, you see. Mm -mm. And at the moment, you are just doing part-time temporary jobs yes. like maintenance of houses, things like that. And most of yes. the work that you get is organized by your church. Tell me about that. Yes. Yes, the, the pastor that I uh, uh, helps me with all the Bible studies, he got me into a, a job that's by one of the church members. So I help him fix houses and maintain houses. But it's not always a full-time thing. Sometimes you get a job, sometimes you do, don't. But the money that comes in, it, it helps, you know, to buy your necessary things that you need every day. You mm -hmm. Know? And you still have a dream of owning your own business. Tell us yes, about I that. Yes, I would love to do that. Tell yeah. us about that. I would love... I would love to open one day my own, let's say, like fashion shop, you know, selling clothes and producing clothes. I, I really like clothes. Clothes has been my one-time thing. Yeah. Wow. How do you think God is helping you at the moment to stay strong? You still don't have a house of your own. You still don't have that business. Like you said, you have a dream. You're still struggling to get a job, yet you are clean, you are alive, and you have a vision for yourself. How is God helping you day by day? Uh, but, you see, I pray every night, and God will answer my prayers one day, because God answers everyone's prayers. It might not be now, it not, might not be tomorrow, but every day God answers your prayers, and I believe God one day will provide that for me. I just have to be positive and mm. have, have faith in Him, because God is He's real. Absolutely. How do you know He's real? 
He's real, trust me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he's there. He, 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 he will be there to, to come to judge us. And, all the, and he's already forgiven us for all our sins we've committed, as for him dying on the cross. Mm-hmm. Greg, uh, people who are listening to you now should know that you are in your early 30s. You are a yeah. young man with a great future ahead of you as well. So we are very excited to see what God is going to do through your life uh, in the coming years, Greg. And we are very proud of the journey that you've walked and that you are now able to speak to someone on the radio today and encourage them as well. What would yeah. you like to say to somebody who might still be living on the streets. I would like to say, you know what? Try get help where you can. Go to the local, let's say, shelters, ask them to get in or go to the local workers, like shelter, like social workers and say to them, listen, you want help. You don't want to do this anymore. You really need help. There will be a social worker to help you. There's no need to not believe that there's no social workers. There's plenty of social workers out there. And that's the way to start. From Go, go see yourself a, a social worker. And they will. They are, they are willing to help you. Even if you're staying in the Kempton Park, uh, Kempton Park area, come to Mess. We will help you. You just have to be honest with yourself and honest to God because we're a Christian place, you see. Mm, honest with yourself and honest with honest. God. Uh, Greg, yeah. what would you say to families whose children are living on the street? You know what? I would say, you know what? Try look for your kids because your kids still do love you. You might have done a lot of wrong in life. But you know what? As, as the Bible says, you must forgive all those people that have sinned against you. Don't have any grudges. Go look for your kids or try find your kids. Your kids are there somewhere. Just look for them and, and forgive them. Mm, forgive them because we all need yeah. forgiveness amen we, we all, all need forgiveness we all yes. need forgiveness uh Greg, you keep referring to this church that took you in and this church, this pastor yes. that took you under their wings. How important yes. was it to you to feel part of a spiritual family, to feel loved and accepted? Well, you see, someone first took me to um, a, a church called Christian Family Church. I don't know if you know, heard of them. Mm-hmm. And it, it was too many people, the atmosphere was too live, and I couldn't understand what was going on there, and the music was loud, and yes, the, the sermon was good, but I couldn't understand what was mm. going on. When I came into this church, in the Kempton Park Baptist Church, you know, it, I could understand. He was, everything Pastor Ivor talks about, he explains it. Yes, it might be an Afrikaans church and Afrikaans uh, speakings, but there's a guy by the name of Peter Duplessy who gives me a headphones and it's pre-recorded for me so I can listen to it in English. It, it's just simply amazing. Wow, wow. Yeah. So, so what I'm hearing you say is what it was so important to be part of a, f- a small fellowship where people are able to recognize you, people yes. are able to, to draw you into the family, to adopt you into that yes. family so that you're not just one of the spectators. Yeah, I'm like a family to them. They treat me like a family. It's so it's so beautiful the way that they treat me. And they're so friendly, all the people there at the church. It's like a family to me. I've got like a mother and a father there, you know. That's yes. what I wanted back in life, you see. 
Yes, a spiritual yeah. mother and father. Right, that and is, a father, yes. Is that so important? Greg, um, I want to quickly take you back to living on the street. If you can go back in time and you are living on the street, what would you say to the church they yes. can do to make it easier for you while you are living on the street? You know, if you're living on the street, the thing is just to try and get to the people that's living on the street. The churches are there, they try and help you, but no one wants help, you see. Mm. A lot of the churches have been on the outreaches to go and talk to the people, but they don't want help, you see. I would say to my, to everyone out there, listen, go to the people that come from the church, listen to them, because they, they, they're talking to you about God and they're trying to help you, you see. Mm, I love what you're saying, Greg, because yeah. there are truly a lot of outreach programs, but if the, pers- yeah. if the person is not ready to receive that help, there's not really yeah. much that, that we can, can do. do. Yes. yes, Greg, yes. I want to thank you for sharing a bit of your story and your testimony with us today. What would you like to leave with our listeners? What is the one message, the one word that you would like to leave with them as we greet you today? I would love to say, you know what, guys, just be positive and believe in God. Anything is possible, even to the people on the street. You know what, guys, it's drugs and alcohol. It's not worth it. It's it's going to kill you one day. People might think it's not going to kill you, but it's going to kill you one day. So just go to any social worker, wherever you are, it will help you. Thank you so much. That was Greg. And I really appreciate you sharing your story with us, Greg. For those of you who are listening, I hope that you were blessed by it. Greg continues to say, believe in Jesus because he is all that you need. If you would like to get into contact with Mess, great work they are doing there in the Kempton Park area. Their telephone number is 011-725-6531. You can also send them an email to info at mess.org.za. Thank you so much to all the people at Mess who are doing amazing things for people like Greg and those of us who need another chance, who need to be empowered to prosper because he is indeed blessed. We're going to take a quick music break. I'll be right back. Don't go anywhere.